Hey everybody, welcome to House of Snark. Woo! I'm Mikey Chase. I'm Mixie Plum. And this week we're going to talk about the concept of celebrity. Ooh, saucy. Celebrities. I used to be a celebrity worshiper when I was younger. What kind of celebrities were you worshiping? When I was younger? Well, my first crush was C-3PO. Awesome. <laughs> Which led me to a whole lifetime of just surrounding myself with gay men <laughs> and British men. Sometimes one, sometimes the other. And also robots. And androids. Androids, not robots. <laughs> There's a difference, Mikey. Sorry, sorry. Gosh, what kind of nerd are you? Not a very good one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not. No, you're a great nerd. You're no. one of my favorite nerds. But I still can't believe I goofed up on Droid and Robot. That was dumb. Yeah, dude. It was a bad did, move. Didn't you grow, grow up job, reading Mikey. Asimov like I, I did? I did. I absolutely did. Gosh. That's not good, man. No. Well, um, who did I worship when I was a kid, celebrity-wise? Uh, I need an age or a grade, you know? I have so many celebrity... Uh, let's go... Yeah. Let's just do three. Let's do... do Grade school, middle school, high school. Okay, okay. Grade school. Who did I love? Robin Williams. Oh, that's a really yeah. good choice. Yeah, high school. Who did I love? Like, just for celebrity, not celebrity crushes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robin Williams. Okay, still a good choice. <laughs> still a good choice. <laughs> um, but I will say Patrick Stewart started entering the, you know, 30-year-long celebrity crush. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. oh, Sir Pat Stew. <laughs> now what's the third age uh high school or grade school middle school high school were my three wait what the fuck is middle school oh i did high school didn't i you did all right see and um i never called it grade school or middle school we just went from elementary school to high school because my high school was seven through twelve Oh, shit. It was all one building. That's yeah. funny because my high school was K through 8, so I just assume, or my grade school was K through 8, mm-hmm. so I just sort of assume everybody else had the same other experience yeah, that I, assume, I didn't have. I assume that too, but my kids have something completely different. Their middle school is 6 to 8. I'm like, what? Crazy. I, I loved how I grew up in high school from 7 to 12 because all the young kids, got, I got to watch the old kids and I got to hang out with the older kids. Um, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I hung out with the freaks and the metalheads. I think I would have been into that. Yeah. Ska yeah. kids, gay kids. That was my crew. Word. Yeah. I was a freak. I hung out with the freaks. In Very the well. 90s, that was a big thing, guys. <laughs> High school. Yeah, it was. So, sorry. Elementary school, Robin Williams. Middle school, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. High school, Robin Williams. <laughs> He is my absolute favorite actor ever. So that is my celebrity uh, obsession. I always thought if I were to ever meet him that all I'd ask for him is a hug. But that's acting celebrity. So real quick, I just want to do um, music celebrity because that's a whole big thing too. Yeah, because we were coming at this just talking about acting celebrity, you know. Well, no, we're coming at it talking about celebrities, but my brain goes to acting, and I forgot all about music. So, elementary school, I would say New Kids on the Block and Guns N' Roses. 
Hell because yeah. I was a metalhead until sixth grade when I discovered New Kids on the Block. And in proper middle school in seventh grade, nineteen ninety, I discovered they might be giants. Ooh. And I've seen them in concert maybe fifty fucking times because I'm from so New York. Jealous. I love TMBG. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> and that's when we got I them. love them so much. I know, me too. I've never gotten to see them live. What? I know. Oh my God. Like they did free concerts in Central Park we used to go to. Oh my God. The last time yeah. I saw them, they did all of Flood as another band. And it was amazing. <laughs> and then awesome. they came out and where they might be giants. Wow. Yeah, they were called... Sa- they always gave themselves fake names. And to do Flood, they were just the two-piece them. Again, just them and their instruments. And they called themselves Sapphire Bullets. Sapphire Bullets. I yeah. like that. And it was awesome. And I also met them. And I was drunk as fuck when I met them. <laughs> it was awesome. I just realized how many celebrity meet stories I had. Because with the worshipping, I didn't want to be the kind of worshipper that did the normal stuff mm-hmm. you know like remember how earlier today i was saying how i didn't like friends in the 90s because everybody likes friends in mm-hmm. seinfeld in the 90s and i i was like no fuck that and then uh so jay said that i was a hipster before and then you <laughs> you were a hipster before it was cool i was so that's the 90s for me if something was cool i didn't want anything to do with it <laughs> or popular rather but I still liked popular stuff I mean I jumped on the metalhead bandwagon oh and high school um, so in 7th grade ninth grade and all that you know we got into grunge and that was a huge fucking thing grunge in the 90s hell yeah yeah but hell yeah. really in high school in 1991 on VH1 I saw the video for Silent All These Years by Tori Amos and then Under the Pink came out, um, and I had finally bought Little Earthquakes by then, and she has been my absolute favorite singer ever since. And I'm obsessed with music. I would say Tori Amos and Kate Bush are my number one people, and Bjork right is my number two. Hell yeah, Bjork. Yeah, those are my <laughs> number three musicians, but I like so much music. So, But if I were to meet Tori Amos, I think I'd cry. And... Uh, again with Robin Williams if I had ever met him or if I ever meet her all I'd want is a hug you know or maybe just a handshake or Mm -hmm, a hi mm -hmm. I really admire your work you know I went from celebrity worship to you need to chill the fuck out and stop obsessing about celebrities (laughs) I my mom and I would just talk about celebrities all the time I would get people magazine Ugh, I was a twat It's funny because I never felt like even remotely compelled <laughs> to get like that deep into it. I don't know why I was like, so deep into it. And I, I, I knew a lot of people that were Yeah. You just described like ten different people I knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with that kind of attitude toward like buying the magazines and and like having particular celebrities that you, you follow very closely. Yeah. Like Totally. And, like, like I guess, as, as, like, I was into Nirvana as a band, but it who wasn't, wasn't like... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. A, who wasn't? True. I... And, <laughs> and B, like, uh, while I would say I was a big fan, I don't think I would say I've 
took it to like a place of celebrity worship in that like the thing about him that I knew, the thing about Kirk Urbane that I knew from reading books about him and things like that was that he felt like the spotlight was bullshit and yeah i never idolized him he didn't want that yeah and I'm that glad made I didn't. me think about my attitude towards celebrities in general yeah as a kid yeah like the fact that he didn't want that like okay why doesn't he want that and just exploring his, his ideas about it and like that he just wanted to put his stuff out there and not be put up on a pedestal about it Mm-hmm. He just wanted to be a person and create. Basically. Exactly. I want moderate <clears throat> fame. I want to be known and get paid. But like, as to be like one of those really, I used to watch that show on VH1, uh, hosted by Robin Leach. They pretty much brought the lifestyles of the rich and famous to VH1, mm-hmm. repackaged it, and it was awesome. It, I love when they show you how much celebrities spend on shit. I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to work for a credit card company, I won't say which, but during training they told us that a certain talk show host who is, I, I'm not going to name, because mm, that, mm. that bitch will sue me, <laughs> spends $11,000 a month on flowers Wow! for that person's houses. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I, I used to harbor dreams of being that, like, superstar shit. I can't even imagine. I know, but as I get older and older, <laughs> I, I realize, like, that needs to come at a slow pace to get mm. fame. It would be better not get it all at once and be pressured and blah. But I do want to be, you know, a celebrity, not a... I don't know. I wanted, would love to be like a TV writer or, you know, something like that. I don't know. Something. But, because also, now, recently I realized that um, when I was younger, I used to get sad when I used to watch my favorite actors. Um, I know I say this like every episode, but I'm a huge anglophile. I remember growing up on British TV and I guess one early example of this is in 1992, a movie called Peter's Friends came out with Stephen Fry, Kenneth Branagh, Emma Thompson, Hugh Laurie, and Melda Staunton. Tony Slattery from Whose Line Is It Anyway, since you'll know oh, everyone man. else except him. But it's an amazing movie. I loved it. Oh, Rita Rudner, who I loved. Oh, yeah. That's a great cast. Her husband produced Holy the crap. movie. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic movie. I don't know how that one slipped past me. We should watch that. We should. You guys should all watch that, too. I had a crush on Hugh Laurie before it was cool. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, all you motherfucking motherfuckers watching House and then hearing him at the whatever the TV awards are. And I all I heard was people commenting and that he didn't know that he was British. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I heard people saying that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the bloody hell is this all then? Wow. How can you not fucking know that Hugh Laurie is British? That's really A bit funny. of Fry and Laurie. Holy crap. Oh my god, he was in The Young Ones. How do you not know that? You motherfuckers. You bloody twats. Oh man. I was so pissed. But anyway, That's Peter's funny. Friends is a fantastic ensemble comedy. It didn't, it's so underrated, but I remember feeling sad that I wasn't part of that clique. And that happens a lot when I see a group of actors that all act together all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, like the Simon Pegg 
click from those the Cornetto yeah, trilogy. Yeah. Don't you wish you were a part of those yes. fucking movies? Yeah. Like, like all the zombies, sure. I'm sorry, all the Zed words from Shaun of the Dead <laughs> were fans of Spaced. And I love that show. Awesome. I'm like, if I'd only grown up in fucking England and watched Space and Spaced and, you know, write in as a fan, I could have been a zombie in Shaun of the Dead. A Zed word. Oh my God, it did it again. Zed word, Zed word. Uh, we're not saying the Zed word. Apparently, I'm not. You're not better than me for my android crime. I'm not, no. Because I always call them Zed words now. All right, we are on equal footing, you and I. There we go. So, yeah, I used to be obsessed with award shows, too. Especially the Oscars. I stopped watching the Oscars first after Robin Williams won. Mm -hmm. For Goodwill Hunting, I stopped. And then I watched it when Trent Reznor won. And then I never watched him again. And I don't care. But I had to see Trent get an Oscar. Well, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I don't really care about award shows. And that was one. I was like, yeah, let me see this. Like, I gotta watch that. Fuck yes. <laughs> you rock, Trent. Hell yeah. We picked our theme song from the, like, you know, brand-free, copyright-free stuff. <laughs> It's actually called 90s Video Game, which I love the name of it. So I'm like, Mikey, how about this one? And you were like... My, my immediate thought on hearing it was that it reminded me of early Nine Inch Nails. And then I was like, holy shit, it does. And I was like, yes, this is the one. This, this, is, is, this, this is the is right it. answer this for our theme. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, video games and nin. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um... I also, so you said in an episode that I have seen all the cool shit in the theater. Um, you have. It's yeah, true. I really it's so have. True. My, the first movie I ever saw in the theater was Raiders of the Lost <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. And Man. Yeah. I'm awesome. <laughs> You've seen everything in the theater. I know. I know. I know. I am so, such a cool 80s, 90s movie person. You are. You're like the coolest 80s movie person. I know. I've seen everything in the theater. Like, (laughs) so my parents brought me to movies constantly and never fucking censored me. I remember, yeah, I remember when I was 11 and my mom took me to see Dangerous Liaisons. You know? Like, who sees that at 11? Right on. She also took me to see Dead Poets Society. And the only time my mom ever covered my eyes, this is really interesting. So you know how parents cover their kids' eyes mm-hmm. when there's like, ooh, sex or ooh, gore. My mom covered my eyes in Dead Poet Society when Robert Sean Lennon, she thinks he's about to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And she thinks you're about to see the suicide. You don't actually see it in the film. Mm-hmm. But he put the puck uh, crown down. And my mom immediately covered my mm. eyes. That was the last thing I saw was Puck's crown until I heard a gunshot and then she uncovered. Mm. And I'm like, that's so interesting because, you know, I write about, I wrote about suicide. See how that, that's weird, right? Uh, mm. That's a weird story. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my parents took me to see everything. And then when I was like in high school, when my friends couldn't get into horror movies and I looked older, they made me buy their tickets. Do you know how many Freddy's Dead nice. tickets I bought? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I bought them for all my friends one day. But anyway, let's get into so, it. Yeah, let's dive in. 
I think we've explored the concept of celebrity pretty well. But what I wanted to start off with was some of the history, some ancient celebrities, uh, and more specifically, what kind of people were famous in the ancient world. One of the very first examples of celebrity in recorded history, as far as I'm able to find, this is the first example of celebrity in history. There's a play called The Clouds, written by a a Greek playwright called Aristophanes in 420 BC. Um, 420. (laughs) (laughs) 420 plays it in history. Um, (laughs) Historical plays it. Um... Anyway, this play, The Clouds, uh, featured Plato as a character. And, um, sorry, not Plato, Socrates. It featured Socrates. Socrates. It's Socrates, Socrates, Mikey. It featured Socrates as a character. Are you fucking kidding me? Now we're uneven again. Now I have to fuck up again. Fuck. I don't want to fuck up again. I can't believe you didn't say Socrates. I can't either. Dude. What are you going to do when Bill and Ted 3 come out? I... Go see it like a million times. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> All right, go on. So, so, so anyway, during the performance of this play uh, that has Socrates as a character, uh, some, at the end, somebody in the audience gets up and says something along the lines of like, who is this this man, Socrates? And <laughs> He's so great. And <laughs> Socrates, he's so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm dumb. All right, go on. So... And then, and then Socrates stands up. And this is the first story, this is the first recorded story I've been able to find of somebody standing up and taking public recognition as a recognized, like, public figure. That's amazing. And all he did was just stand up, but it was him, it was an act of, like, taking public recognition. And those are the kind of people who wound up famous in the ancient world, were philosophers, playwrights writers thinkers yeah that's amazing um depending on the culture ancient egypt it was a little more pharaohs and religious figures um Mm. but ancient greece ancient rome um and the emperors right most of the yeah 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 monarchy was famous yeah in in that everybody knew them and everybody wanted to know what was going on with them to some degree yeah so that that's the fascinating thing to me, more than the specific who's and what's of who got famous, is that uh, as compared to modern society where we're we're holding up actors, rich people. That's a real bummer, isn't it? We just hold up people as celebrities because they got some they money. They got money. Yeah. <laughs> they got that cash, and that makes them cool, I guess. Or president. Or, yeah, or president. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. That was a slip. Now we're even again. <laughs> um. I mean the Gipper. I meant the Gipper. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Is anyone going to get that joke? Do you guys know? If you know, please let me know that you know who the Gipper is. Don't leave me don't make me feel old i'm gonna be 41 in 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 oh my god how many days like five and i don't feel old i feel nice and young i'm i look cute Only as old as you feel exactly i love feeling young but don't make me feel old somebody tell me they know who the fucking gipper is okay (laughs) 
These are going to be the kind of tests where we find out how old our audience really is. Oh my god, that's a great idea. It's Socrates. It's a Socrates idea. I'm going to be like, why is he saying Socrates' name wrong? (laughs) That's because you didn't see a certain movie in the theater in in 1989. You damn youngs. I did. I love that. (laughs) I saw both of them in the theater. I rented both of those movies from the local video store like a million times. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I would have seen them in the theater. They were amazing in the theater. Oh, hell. The first one blew my fucking mind. Oh my god, I just wanted to stay in the theater so and keep good. watching it. Oh, over and over. I'm so jealous. I love that movie. Um, so I wanted to talk about Renaissance celebrity. While Mikey goes ancient, I wanted to, to go era. Well, ancient's an era, right? I thought yeah. there was a difference. Well, then I guess I'll go Renaissance, Elizabethan. When you had um, more things, Italy was more visual. You know, art, mm-hmm. while England was more um, writer. Well, Italy was still with the ph- philosophers and art, but they added the visual art eventually. Da Vinci being the biggest. Da Vinci, da Vinci and Michelangelo and even Botticelli were probably some of the big. Da Vinci is the main Renaissance man ever. Da Vinci is amazing if you want to look into da vinci please do because yeah da vinci that was the worst selling of leonardo da vinci i've ever done (laughs) but in england they were all about music and literature as celebrity again the monarchy was still celebrity i mean all the rich people wanted to be near queen elizabeth Mm -hmm. you know go to court like the monarchy in france and and england and Italy and Spain and Europe. Europe. That's where they are. Europe. It was all like you had courts and shit and noblemen and blah, 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 blah. But the celebrity was the monarch. Like, I mean, Queen Elizabeth I ruled for 60 years and they called her the golden age, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she was celebrity number fucking one. I mean, yeah, you don't get you don't get titles like the golden age thrown around about your reign. If you're not like, <laughs> like pretty popular, I would say yeah. pretty. That's that's a pretty good sign that people like you. <laughs> exactly. But now you know. Number two was one of my favorite people in history, William Shakespeare. Hell yeah, Shakespeare. Is that a mic I don't see before me? <laughs> that was a bad joke. Can I just say Shakespeare and be done with it? No. Kit Marlowe, Christopher Marlowe, the playwrights, they were the popular ones because we didn't have TV back then. We had plays, and mm-hmm. we wanted to see them acted out for us. They're not acted out for you. They're acted out for me. Sorry, that was Judy Dench in Shakespeare in Love, <laughs> <laughs> who plays an amazing, who got an Oscar for her portrayal of Queen Elizabeth. I have kind of a thing for the Renaissance. This is awful. You should probably edit that all that out. (laughs) (laughs) I am not saying anything fun. But I will say, because of course we gotta go back to Ben Franklin, the first realized, actualized American celebrity is Benjamin Franklin. Talk about public recognition. Mm -hmm. He wanted everyone to know who he was. They asked him to be president and he said no. Hear that, current president? 
When you're popular and you know you're not fit for office, you don't have to do it. Ben didn't want office. Who would the fuck want that scapegoat job in the first place? Yeah, nobody. Nobody would want nobody. that Nobody. I don't want to be ever be president. Me neither. Uh-uh. Me neither. That sounds like more trouble than it's worth. Exactly. Ben wanted to fuck bitches in Paris. You that know? sounds much better than being president Fuck of this country, yeah. to be totally honest. Oh my god. Like, if those are my two choices, I know which one I'm gonna do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. I will fuck bitches in Paris. So, people loved him and adored him, and he he was honest and fair and moderate and said amazing things and did amazing things. And he was an American Renaissance man. Like I said in another episode, he was the Da Vinci of America. And now, like, look where we are now. Who's a celebrity now? <laughs> Who's Macklemore? I keep hearing that name. What's a Macklemore? Some kind of rapman. Oh, a rapman. <laughs> I, I do enjoy the raps. Like, you know, but like 70s, 80s, 90s rap and hip hop. Because I'm a fucking hipster. I'm an old proto-hipster. I'm adding so many bad noises to this podcast because of my chair. Yeah, your chair is doing a thing. My chair's a real butthole. Yeah. Guys at home, I'm sorry because I'm not going to be able to edit a lot of that out. And if you're listening to this in headphones, I know that was a terrible audio experience. <laughs> I promise to do better for you in the future. Well, that's very sweet of you. <laughs> I feel like we covered how celebrities much. are worshipped really well. Yeah, and how it's changing. Yeah. We're up to that. But I think we kind of covered a lot of that we with the first We did cover that. Yeah, that we kind of did. Yeah. But we kind of accidentally moved that yeah. segment to the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, there you go. That's how things operate here, apparently. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say something else about celebrity worship. I wanted to bring up in pop culture, like I haven't brought up enough pop culture. Um, I've only seen this movie once. I'm not really into it. Um, Notting Hill is about a celebrity falling in love with a normie, as they call him. (laughs) And that's a fantasy I've had, and I'm sure it's a fantasy lots of people have. Michael Sheen, if you're listening, I have loved you since Underworld. And if you need an awesome partner for life or whatever, I am here for you, dude. Like, oh my God, Michael Sheen. I'm right. I'm gonna. We're doing a little one-off thing. You get to hear eventually called "Dear Die Hard." <laughs> After the Simpsons episode, where this guy writes some movies, "Dear Die Hard." I forgot the rest of the letter, but I tend. To, I find. I found. Just when he asked, like, do you know? Do you know what was the movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, do you know another movie? Like, do you know Rambo? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So, when I first made a Twitter, I didn't care. And I just wanted somewhere to shitpost. And I still just shitpost on Twitter. Twitter's just fun for that. I mean, yeah, that's what Twitter's for. Yeah. And talking to celebrities that... I like how that's changing in celebrity, how they're more accessible on social media to say things to. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I did tweet Michael Sheen. Neil Gaiman never likes my tweets. He liked one of my Facebook posts once. That's cool. Yeah, years ago. I told him I was getting a Good Omens tattoo. And that was way before the show ever came out, obviously. Right the on. book Good Omens came out in 1990. 
And I have a first edition hardcover. I'm obsessed with Good Omens. It's one of my favorite books ever. So now the show's out, and I'm just falling in love all over again with Michael Sheen. Right on. I've seen a bunch of his stuff. Underworld, obviously he's amazing. He was in a few episodes of 30 Rock, which are is my favorite season of 30 mm-hmm. Rock. And mm-hmm. he plays Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. And he's amazing, and I'm in love with him. But seeing him in his Aziraphale right now, uh, I'm just, oh gosh. I tweeted him pictures of my book. I tweeted him picture. I tweeted him a picture of me in my Good Omens T-shirt. Awesome. To try to tempt him to me, you know. And like, I just, I just adore him. And you know, if that was a fantasy that can readily come true, like dating a celebrity and being an unknown, you know, mm-hmm. not that. That would be something I would do in a fucking heartbeat. I used to want to marry Patrick Stewart because I'm Patrick Stewart's wife ages. I tracked his... He always married women in his 30s and like mid to late 30s. So when I was in my mid to late 30s, I'm like, I'm at Patrick Stewart range. I gotta be his next... I know, I gotta be his next wife. But the woman he just married, they're adorable. And she's like mid 30s, you know. But yeah, so if that could ever happen, I remember when Gladiator came out, oh my god, all I wanted to do was marry Russell Crowe. <laughs> but now I'm just like... I think like, that was like half of everybody when Gladiator came out, though. Yeah. <laughs> the guy I had a crush on kind of looked like him, <laughs> and we were friends, and he went as a Gladiator one Halloween just for me. I'm like, oh awesome. god, I love you even harder. <laughs> yeah, so Michael Sheen is my new but once once in future crush ha <laughs> like i just adore him so like you know any celebrities that i adore i don't know who you all you there's a bunch of them but michael sheen is my main one now but any celebrities i adore i adore please know that you can date me i am super cool <laughs> just wanted to put that out there brent spiner if you want another mistress Come see me. <laughs> Notice I say partner and mistress now and not marry. You know? <laughs> if you want a lover, celebrities, I'm your girl. And I don't just mean lover. You know? I like the whole old idea of courtesans being, we have to have a prostitute episode. Holy shit. Well, yeah. I gotta go on about courtesans and how obsessed I am and... You know, they weren't just, it's not just sex, it's the whole package. It's companionship and intimacy (laughs) and conversation. I am all that. Just letting you know that, Michael Sheen. (laughs) So, I'm going to just say, so that we do not get busted by the FBI for any, any, any kind of... Oh, yeah, no, I'm not a (laughs) prosy. I'm a massage therapist, though, and I have lots of skills. (laughs) I'm going to get you arrested. (laughs) Mikey's not my pimp. I give my services for free, except massage. You got to pay for that. Anyway. <laughs> Let's go on before I dig myself in deeper whatever hole I'm I'm digging. <laughs> dig, dig deeper, take the shovel. 
Yeah, but I think we wanted to obsess about a, a little show we love. Um, so that's one of my favorite things. So what you were saying earlier about celebrities being accessible on Twitter, one of my very favorite things in the world is how friendly the next generation cast are with each other on Twitter. Oh my god, they love each they, other so Yeah, much. it's evident that they genuinely enjoy talking and to each other. And they still work together. And yeah, yeah. Whether I'm Family Guy or... I love the episode that had all of them in it. Yeah, oh I don't even gosh. watch a lot of Family Guy anymore, but that episode no. was like the best. It was the best thing. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. And I heard a rumor that Brent Spiner was going to be on the new Picard. That'd be great. How awesome would that be? That yeah. would be great. Yeah. Holy crap. Oh my god. How psyched are we for Picard, I am so excited Holy about shit. that show. If I had a dick, it'd be constantly going off at <laughs> Picard. You know what I mean? At the show, not at him. Mm-hmm. Oh god. <laughs> oh, he's fine with language. Like he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Obviously. Patrick Stewart's gonna hear this and be like, what a vulgar girl. No, no, he narrated Ted. He's not going to say what a vulgar girl I am. Yeah, no, he definitely wouldn't. And he will definitely be one of our early listeners. (laughs) Wouldn't that be so cool? He will definitely hop on by this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be on the train by now. Let me me just tell you something, Patrick Stewart. Star Trek The Next Generation is definitely in both of our top five favorite programs of all time. No question. It might be my favorite. Am I, no, wait, I don't know. It might be mine. But I've been watching it since 1987. Like, I watch the marathons at least twice a week. That's the thing. Every time I think something else might be my favorite, I think... What about But there's Star- nothing else that, like, every couple of years I come back and I watch Next Gen all the yeah. way through again. Yeah. And there's nothing else that I do that with. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> watched Frasier in a few years, and I haven't watched Air- Avatar and the Last Airbender mm-hmm. in a few years, and I haven't watched Scrubs in a few years. Mm-hmm. And those are some of my... And Breaking Bad I haven't watched in, like, two years. But Star Trek Next Generation... Yeah, I guess they would be number one. It's, yeah. it's our number yeah. one favorite show ever. It, it's... For people like us, we're optimists. We love the the sci-fi. You know, I personally love Luoxana Troy. And oh, yeah. I want all of her outfits. What? And uh, I want to make a tattoo. This is a pipe dream. I don't know if this tattoo will happen. But I found a fantastic graphic of Discord, like kind of tribally almost, like mm-hmm. in colored pieces. And what I wanted to do, I also found a meme where someone took the ponies... And made them into the cast of Next Generation. Awesome. And Picard's ponies cutie mark is a dagger through a heart. <laughs> and Tapestry <laughs> is one of my favorite fucking That's episodes. That's amazing. It's amazing. So how cool oh, would it be wow. if I had a tattoo of that tribal discord in a circle with a heart with a dagger through it? I love it. For Picard and I Q. I love it. That's great. Yeah, I, I want that. That's really good. Yeah, I want that somewhere. I'm going to have to do it. Hell I just yeah. don't know where yet. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Right? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that would solidify, because I already have my Star Wars tattoo, but I need to solidify my love for Roddenberry. Yeah. Trek it up. Yeah, I gotta trek it up. Um, My tattoo artist actually joked when she gave me my Millennium Falcon tattoo, she's like, I should put a comm badge in there for fun. I'm like, no, don't do that. (laughs) 
I don't want to mix. Because we're going to have to have a whole, like... Trick up the wars a little. Yeah, no, no. Leave the wars alone. The trek can go somewhere else. No war to the trek, no trek to the war. I mean, usually on my plate, I like everything mixed together. That's my nickname. I'm a mix, but... Let me have my wars here and my trek there. You know? I love them both for very different reasons. And very similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really fun. They're all very accomplished actors, too. So yeah. in Next Gen, when they do things like the Three Musketeers and the holodeck, and they're all, yes. I mean, yeah. Cupid, where they're all in Robin Hood. Uh-huh. I am not a merry man! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they must have had so much fucking fun just filming that show. Oh, yeah. It's like, when I die, my afterlife is going to be watching them film every episode. (laughs) Like, in history, like, I'm going to be there. Awesome. Like, oh, shit. Because I heard at first Picard um, Stewart, you know, he's an accomplished actor. Sure. Look up Patrick Stewart and Midsummer Night's Dream on Google Images and see him in the 70s as Puck. You will not be... uh, uh, you will be very happy. Oh my god, I forgot the word that says you will not be disappointed. That's it. That's the word. It's fucking beautiful, right is on. what I'm saying. Right on. Yeah. Oh my god. And Puck is my favorite. Oh my god. Puck's a great character. Yeah, yeah. Aziraphale and Puck are my favorite literary characters awesome. ever. Yeah. Awesome. And I love Crowley, too, from Good Omens. Mm-hmm. I think those three are my absolute favorite literary characters ever. Anyway. Shit. I forgot. What'd you forget? I forgot where I was going with this. Oh. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere <laughs> trekky. I was trekking somewhere. We were trekking somewhere with this conversation. Keep on trekking. I bet that's like a phrase used a lot Keep for Star trekking. Trek. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. We went well over time though. We should probably Oh, we just... should for sure did. Yeah, yeah. This episode Definitely was, like, just happening. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) So, you know, just let's end the Trekkie, because we're going to have future episodes about Star Trek. We love Star Trek. We're ending this Trek, but we'll Trek on in future episodes. Exactly. You will definitely hear us talk about every aspect of that goddamn show. (laughs) Yeah, yes. So, uh, once again, this is House of Snark. Shark. (laughs) Oh, I think of Thundercats. Every I know, time. I know. Every I'm gonna time. make you think of Thundercats every time. <laughs> I am Mixie Plum. You can find me on Insta at a bottle of plumb. And um, oh, Mixie Plum is a Facebook page. If you want to troll it, like <laughs> that's all Facebook's really for, right? Yeah, yeah. And my Twitter is at Silly Sage. Uh, Mike, you'll write all that shit out. You know it, so you can read it. Bro. Show notes. What? You can find the show notes at houseofsnark.net if you are coming in through iTunes or some other kind of place like that. Why don't you pimp yourself in your Twitter, Mikey? And I'm Mikey Chase, <laughs> and I'm at what the geek on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter all that much these days, so you guys probably aren't going to see anything all that interesting there. But maybe. Maybe I'll start using it again. Because, I mean, if I'm saying it at the end of the podcast, I feel like I'm now obligated to, like, use Twitter again so y'all can get a hold of me, huh? Yeah, I think people should be able to get a hold of you on yeah. that. Even though we're going to yeah. make a House of Snark for Twitter, I, I feel a like... House of Snark for Twitter. Did I? Yes. Did I say it right? I didn't spoonerize anything? I think you meant to say that we should make a, a Twitter, Twitter for, for House, House of, of Snark. Snark. I, spooner, I spoonerize everything. <laughs> I am a spoon. Spoon! 
Oh, the tick. The tick is the best. <laughs> have you watched the new Amazon one? No. Oh, it's pretty good. Oh my it's god, it's pretty good. I like it. I have to watch it. You should. It's very. Love, it's worth your time. I love the Patrick Warburton. Yeah, it was like, good. Oh my god, it was good. good. Batman, well. Uh huh. Uh huh. Fucking perfect. The '90s cartoon was. Oh, the, oh my god, my favorite episode of the 90s cartoon is the Mad Scientist Convention. Yes! When Arthur's in the big tongue, I am I can taste the floor! It's the best episode. Oh, tongue tongue, here's a piece of cheese. And then he throws the cheese. By the way, that cheese meme, that came from the Tick cartoon in the 90s. So don't uh-huh. think you're all original throwing cheese at your cats. <laughs> Fuckers. All right, that was us. You fell into our sarcasm. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> he sounded like a cool pirate. Do, do that again. Uh-huh. Oh, I like cool pirate, Mikey. We'll have to do an episode of pirates. Yar. Yar, matey. Yar, we'll be doing the pirate episode. Are the hot pants. Are the hot pants. <laughs> and the Simpsons. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that's one of our favorite shows. Also since 1987. Arr. Uh, uh, that should be Was number... Was it 87 or 89? 87 on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, okay. That's, okay, yeah. That's how fucking... for the show show. That's how fucking that's nerdy right. I am. I'm like, yeah, Simpsons started in 87. Thank I, you. I definitely used to stay up to watch the Tracy Ullman shows. Curl oh, up in I my bed and all. like... Oh my god. So good. I love how we're trailing so off show. talking about celebrities, too. What? Tracy Ullman, I love you. <laughs> I just Hell want you yeah. to know that. All right, guys, we love you. We do. Play you're, with us. You're our favorite podcast audience. Yay. Yay. See podcast. you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.